0: We are two weeks into the preseason, so you know what time that is. Oh, my God, the sky is falling. We're going to go 0-17. will talk about that next.
1: What is good everybody, how are y'all doing this lovely, lovely Tuesday evening and we are live, live and direct. I'm coming to y'all from Georgia. I am not in the DMV right now. I am in the good old southern state of Georgia for work. So I'm coming to you from a, a Hilton Doubletree and I can only hope that the internet is good enough to, you know, last for this live stream. But those those double trees are pretty cool, man. Yeah, double trees are dope. I'm a, I'm a Hilton guy. But first, I want to say thank you to Yam in Japan. He was the first one waiting, waiting for the uh for the podcast to start, the show to start. He was there a few minutes early. Yam, we love you, buddy. Thank you for tuning in. Glad to have you on the show today. Um, so yeah, we got a good show, a lot up for you today. We got a lot of different um topics, and surprisingly, you know, we had a game. We had some transactions. We had some people come back from injury. We had some people designated on injury. So let's just get right to it, fellas. For us here at Command This, this is episode 139. And we're calling this one, The D Isn't Good Enough. Maybe. I don't know what to do with my hands. Right? Ricky Bobby style. Hearing all sorts of arguments on Twitter. Good D, bad D. You know what? That, that's what she said. That's what she said. We <laughs> need more D. Give, give us the D. Give said. us the good D, right? Yeah, It's it's Twitter is just a crazy place when you're trying to talk about the defense, the offense. And, and, and you know, it makes for a really good conversation because I, I don't know when we've had an identity. We've had an identity crisis for quite some time. And for a while there, we thought it was going to be our defense to be the – identity of this team and now there's an argument you could say that it just might be the offense is the is the identity um, of this team so hey Corey what's up brother thank you for joining thank you for tuning in hail to the commander that's right that is right Um, so but before we get into the breakdown of uh, what's going on let's do a quick recap of the the Panthers excuse me the Chiefs game so what did y'all think about the game overall? Phil, let's let's kick it to you. We had the uh the Chiefs on Saturday in Arrowhead. What are your initial thoughts?
0: Um I'm I'm not that mad. Um right. I, I it is Patrick it, Mahomes, right? It's Patrick what Mahomes do you, what do you it's preseason. We're running vanilla defenses, we, you know, it's just a matter of just seeing guys in live fire. Uh, I don't know what it it, it, means. Is it a little concerning because we're seeing some of the same stuff? Yes. Is it because we're seeing the same defense we saw last year for, you know, the good chunk of the beginning of the season and at the end when everybody was hurt? Yes. Do I think that Jack Del Rio is so, so stuck that he can't adjust? No reason why, we've seen him do it before. All right, we saw him do it when Chase went down last season until the injuries piled up and you just can't run the same stuff when you're running with all backups. So, I'm not in panic mode yet. I do think that what's going to help this team on defense is an improved offense and... I think this offense is going to be way more dynamic than what we've seen. Because what we've seen is very basic. We haven't seen anything particularly exotic or anything beyond French vanilla at the best. So until I see this team in the regular season, when it counts, open up the playbook on both sides of the ball, I'm really just looking for individual performances at this point. I'm not looking for schemes and things like that because you're really not seeing that out there. That's just me. That's fair. That's that's a fair
1: assessment. I mean, that's the more conservative assessment. Um, before we go to Dev, let's, let's take a look at this. Corey says, I know the defense will look better than it has been, but it's still very frustrating to see the same things on third down. Corey, sit tight. We'll get to that in just one second. Ref the District, what's up, fellas? Big shout out to Ref the District. Go follow them if you haven't subbed already on YouTube. Nathan Trevin Stoner, good friends of ours. And we will be providing some content for them here very soon on the upcoming 53-man roster. So sit sit tight, stay tuned, and make sure you go sub up to Ref the District. Uh, good friends of ours. Dev, what, what you think about the Chiefs game, man? Just off the cuff before we
2: break it down. I think, I think that uh... – you know, preseason for the fans is different than I assume preseason is for the coaches because, you know, you realize that we had a makeshift team right there on the offensive line and we don't game plan for Mahomes. This is what Mahomes looks like when you don't game plan for him and don't have a couple guys that's going to be playing and you play a vanilla defense. You know, he's always going to look good in practice in preseason. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I, I don't have anything, like, bad to say about win or loss in this game. But I will say, um we got to – I think there are some things that, that I learned in this preseason game, like, that I already knew. Like, I knew Holcomb can't defend. In the past. <laughs> I knew he can't defend the pass, man. You know, I and – I think that uh, I think that's some things like a uh, Cam Sims is tough, man. Cam Sims is a tough dude, man. Um, there are a couple of things that just I, I reinforced I already knew, so I didn't learn anything. I didn't. I don't feel like we had a horrible game or anything like that. I would have liked to see our starters play another series since they played so bad. But other than that,
1: but I mean, on the flip side, like we said earlier, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like he right. was, he was extremely dominant, as expected. I was expecting and, our defense man, to be a and, little bit more competitive,
2: but and, at the same time, we got through. Like we got through to sack him like six times. He had like three passes where he like threw one, jump off his back foot, sidearm through traffic. He threw another one where he ran around two or three times and threw it. Like it's preseason, man. We're not dialing up blitzes to get this guy. You know and what I'm saying? Say this, just...
0: th- I, I will say this. Um...
2: Anybody else? I think they would have knocked down the,
0: pa- the, the pass rush. The pass rush does look like it's going to be better this year. Shaka Tony
2: is Shaka Tony should start until Young gets there, bro. Thank you. Like I, I get it. Can someone pull up what I said last I week? I get it. Maybe, maybe Shaka Tony gets the the you know in the NASCAR set we used to run, or or, or maybe in the, the <laughs> third and distance he gets to run. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Shaka Tony gets to play. Maybe whenever we're on third and long until you understand. young went on putt by the way too by the way
1: yeah we'll so, talk we'll talk about that in the transactions here um so patrick mahomes in the chiefs game 12 for 19 162 two touchdowns the, he was dominant he i we didn't fluster him sweat almost got him but mahomes is mahomes and he he got away and of course he completed he completed a pass the running game was i mean they had to do average seven yards they also had um That one tight end, Fortson, that caught two touchdowns against us on the first two drives led by Mahomes. That was not Travis Kelsey, uh, but I think Mahomes is a type of quarterback that can, you know, getting on the Brady level, that can kind of make anybody better. Uh, And it's to be expected. I was just hoping to see some some dialed-up blitzes. Like you said, they have blitzes or schemes or or, or whatever. But uh, Roger Smith, thank you for joining the show. Roger says, time is wasting. Stop with this Buffalo nickel garbage and go get a real coverage. Mike Linebacker, stop this madness. Why isn't people talking about getting rid of uh, Harris? He is garbage. Harris? Uh, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about, Roger? Are you talking about... um? Uh, what's his face? The deep cliff, only Harris, Harris-
2: the defensive backs coach, Cliff Harris. He's talking about defensive backs oh, because the, the only I, Harris we have look, on
1: the team is a, is a no name dude who's not gonna make the team, John right, but, Harris. But, but
2: he's but he's right, in, Chris, in a sense, Chris Harris. I don't cliff, I think is his name or something like that. Defensive backs coach, the DB coach,
1: Chris. Har- no, Chris Harris
2: is that the DB backs Harris?
1: Coach? Yeah, Chris Harris is the is okay. the uh, DB the DB defensive backs coach. Okay. Yes, yeah. he played a but he played ball as a I DB. Don't, yeah.
2: I don't think it's him, maybe that's their Rio's thing, man. He lines. if you notice. If you watch the game, it seems like Jackson is about one yard back further than Fuller, but they're both seven to nine yards off the receivers all the time. And I wonder if it's schematically done that way and it's not them. Because if you go back and watch Jackson when he played for Cincinnati, he didn't play that way. You go watch Fuller, even in the Chiefs, he didn't play that way. So I I think it may be a Jack Del Rio thing. But I'm telling you, man, he's on the – they do need to – Man, get rid of pain, man. I love pain, but he's I not love, gonna come back. Should have been
1: gone a long time. Go
2: ago. Go get Roquan Smith, man. Go playing around, dog.
1: <laughs> Should have been gone a long time ago. And Dev, is
2: High Tower still free agent?
1: I think he is. He I, I want to hit on something bro. that that you just said. You know, the lot. It, there's a there's a graphic. I can't find it. It was on Twitter somewhere. It was third and one, and our defensive backs are 12 yards off the ball. I counted. One was at 10, the yeah. other was at 12, and of course yeah. they picked it up. Why? We've been doing that stuff since Jim Hazlitt. And I don't understand why that's a Jack Del Rio. That's a scheme thing. That's not a cornerback. That's not he's not just doing what it's a coaching thing. And a coach's job is to put players in a position to be successful. And you know what? It's preseason. I get it. But if that shit happens in the normal season in the regular season, then we have a problem.
2: Yeah. It's, It's
1: so frustrating.
2: I think it's them. I, I think it's a schematic thing. But I'm I'm hoping that it was just a preseason vanilla defense type thing, like they were going to go cover four no matter what or yeah, whatever they ran. in. That,
1: that, that's what I'm you saying. Know, I'm that.
2: hoping that's what it is. But I don't think it is. I think you're right, Roger. I think it's not. I think that's just how they're going to play. They did it last year. They did it the year before that. They did it with different coaches. They didn't do of,
0: it the year before that. That's
1: the weird thing. They didn't do it in 20 at all that I really? remember.
2: Anyways, I don't know. I, I just
1: maybe just, a little bit in 21. But it, I really remember oh, no, they did it, 21. It was, bad yeah, it was real bad when, bad last year. when uh, D Hall was here. It was real bad. And I don't know if that was a byproduct of him being slower and just trying to get an extra step and not get blown away. But
0: uh, I assume. God, I remember we used to left. complain about that constantly. Oh, the, uh,
1: we never press third and inches, 10 yards off the ball. We never press. And I I don't understand. Like someone who's a defensive corner, please explain to me. Why would you do that? Why? I don't understand. That's why I'm hoping they were – Jack DeRioza is a a profound and established D coordinator and head coach, so I'm going to err on the side of caution because this isn't a thing we always see. Maybe it was just an experiment to see a look versus a look. We see this look. We're going to give them this look. We don't care if they get the first down. We're just running concepts. So I'm going to hope that's what it is. I don't know. Roger says Cole is terrible at Mike And it's not going to get better It's a
2: wrap Yeah I'm I'm with you I'm in your camp Roger I've I've been saying this for two years Man he's been on the team for almost four years And you never played him at Mike And Mike is your weakest position every year since he's been there For some reason you don't think he can play it all of a sudden When we needed a (laughs) Mike for four years He's been on the team but not played it It makes no sense If he's that good why hasn't he been playing it He's got to be better than What's his face that was there last year What was the dude's name that got hurt uh, fuck! I can't even name you. Bostic. He's got to be better Good than Bostic, right? Him. If he's not better than Bostic, why was Bostic starting over him at Mike?
0: Because Bostic was a veteran, and Cole's a natural. Uh, Cole's a natural weak side backer. He's actually a better, in my opinion, a better man coverage guy as well.
2: I think he's terrible at man. He never follows anyone, dog. Like, he never – He never if, gets asked to. He's man, never if, schemed to do if so. If there's not any press – Like, if we don't get any pressure, man, whoever he's guarding is open. Every time, man. And,
0: yeah, that's because he's never asked to be a man. He has to pick up a guy in the zone. And I think he – I don't think he's good at that. That's
2: easier for a linebacker. You get to look we at the quarterback think, the whole time. Some
0: people, some, he's not built that way because I remember – his first year in the system, he was running a lot of – I saw him doing a lot of man coverage, and, and he did well.
2: It's sad because it feels like every time I talk about this subject, I feel like I'm shitting on Holcomb because I think Holcomb's a hell of a football player, man. I do want him to play linebacker. I just don't think he's a Mike. I've never thought it, man. I would rather I would rather go down with Jamin Davis at Mike than him. I've always said that because he's got more talent. He just has to put it together. Yeah, well, there was wow, one wow, play. There was, the
1: Chiefs. there was one play. If you saw it, people Let's were shitting on Jamin, but he played a wheel route. Shout out to uh, Kyle from the Burgundy Zone who posted this. He played a wheel route perfectly. Uh, uh, Mahomes wanted to go up the left, the left sideline, and he he played it exactly how he was supposed to. And I guarantee Jamin last year would not have played it
2: that way. But Jamin went for one pass coverage.
0: Mike Tyler from Hogshaven Haven had a whole series on how Jamin played a much better game, and showed a lot of just a lot of steps forward that we've been waiting and, waiting for him to, to show. Yeah,
2: Mayo played better at Mike than fucking Holcomb did uh, the last game, and I watched for it. Like I really, Holcomb, Mayo I, mean, look, I, I,
0: I love Holcomb. I don't think he's a natural Mike. He never was.
2: Mayo has been the best linebacker on our team this preseason, man, and I don't think Mayo is good at all. Yeah, that's how I feel like. I feel like Jamin's going to be better. That's the that's the that's the positive thing about him, but I feel like Holcomb is not bad. I just feel like he's in a horrible position to be in, man. He's not a mic. Well, I don't right, understand it.
1: Uh, Greg Delaney, what's up, brother? Thank you for joining the stream. Greg says Chris Harris's name is being mentioned for Jack Del Rio replacement for defensive coordinator. You know, if I was a betting man, if there was one person to be fired this year, it's Jack Del Rio. Right. If you're talking coaches, midseason, we already fired the defensive line coach. So you know the defense is on the hot seat. If yeah. they just don't perform as the standard, then he's he's got to be gone, right? You can't keep passing the buck. You got to.
2: The, the first thing that happens, I think, is uh, Ryan probably takes Kyle. Call- play calling dudes away from him first. Well,
1: Jack is his boy, so you might see that. That would be the ultimate slap in the face. This dude was a prior head coach, and he's been a D coordinator. Now, I'm revoking your defensive play calling. What What am I here for, then?
2: I mean, <laughs> to, to, on to, the, so Jack to Jack Darryl's Darryl's argument, could happens. be like, I got this team to the playoffs last year, the last time they went. Jack Darrell could say that, too. Yeah. I then got he'll, then,
1: the then he'll become a uh, political consultant for, <laughs> for the, for the community. Uh, Corey says, I don't like the zone defense. We need to play more press coverage. Our guys are playing five, to 10 yards of wide receivers, even on short yardage plays. And we did this, especially when, if you remember with Josh Norman, you know, he was a zone corner. They threw him in man a lot. And I feel like the strength of our corners now are man. And we starting to play some zone a lot. So it goes back to the comment we just talked about. You know, is it the coach's job to put the players in position to succeed, and that—that's—that's that's all we want to see, right? We don't—we don't ask for much, uh, but just continuing on with the game recap, the, our offense, the ones, nothing crazy, pretty standard, I guess you can say, right, fellas? Nothing, I'd say, a little bit vanilla. I, I would hope that it's just a byproduct of not revealing too much in the preseason again. I would say Carson was efficient. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Six for nine, 64 yards. But decision-making seemed okay. He did get sacked once. Took, Took a pretty a dumbass I,
2: sack, by the way. Yeah,
1: dumbass sack. That And once again, I'm hoping that it's him trying to go through his progressions and see who's open. It's the preseason. But you also got to live the fight another day.
2: So there, was a, there was a dump off that would have got. Throw the dang ball away, bro. There was a dump off that would have got a five yards it, or six yards would've. away. And um, I think that was his he, problem
1: in Indianapolis too. Is sometimes he just didn't take the check down when it was available because he was trying to make something happen.
2: Why is that every quarterback we get here is problem? I except for Kirk Cousins, he only took the check. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Can't no, no 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 no
0: yeah, no kirk was, no was i wouldn't
1: say kirk was a check down
0: guy. alex was yeah I, I, alex, I mean, was, alex was, was
1: captain check, check down, down.
2: Yeah, yeah alex yeah. alex would have got rid of that ball and probably found a way to get us 10 more yards so that would have went to, to a running back immediately yeah he would have checked <laughs> down or found a way to get a flag thrown that dude was crap the smartest quarterback yeah. i've ever seen bro
1: yep Marcus Eden, what's up? Thanks for joining the stream. Also, go check Marcus. out Marcus's group, Sports View 2 on Facebook. A great friend of the show. Thank you for joining. Marcus says, Hey, fellas, the defense is having a disconnect between the players and the coaches. Well, that remains to be seen. I, I don't know if that's the actual case. Uh, we, we shall see. It, I hope that's not the case for, for everyone's sake. Well, they you know did I mean?
0: until they fired Sam Mills.
1: Yeah, and let's let's hope that that kind of reestablished chemistry in the room and it, was there anything else that jumped out to you guys in the in the preseason game? To me, I want to take everything I said back about Taylor Heineke in the first game because he played fantastic in this game. The touchdown pass he threw to Cam Sims was fan Fantastic. A he fantastic call.
2: No, thing.
0: if you uh, didn't have a 6'5 receiver back there, that's an incomplete pass. It, it, it would
1: but have that's been. Why an threw, incomplete that's pass. why he
2: threw it, though. That's why he and threw it. it, like it that. Because
1: that's what Heineke does. We don't know. We don't know. All we know, it was it was six points. I'm not going to speculate. Right. It was what a great pass. Heineke.
2: He played, right. he played
1: very either. well, very efficient. He played you know, better. Nine for 12, 83 yards, one touchdown. That, I mean,
2: set, set Cam up for uh, death once over the middle. But
1: you know what? He made Cam look good too. Cam, uh, he really did make Cam Cam look good. Two two catches, twenty three yards, and a touchdown. That fourteen yard uh, touchdown pass. He he did great. And he you know who else continued the to ball is Alex Erickson. This dude just continues to play well in the preseason. I don't know if he's going to make the roster, but uh, li- one other argument for you guys, I want to ask you. After today, what do you think about the starting running back position? We've seen it for two games now. And recap last game, Brian Robinson, eight eight carries, 31 yards. He had a nine-yard rush. Gibson, two carries, three yards, a four-yard rush. And for receiving, Gibson had three receptions for 37 yards. He did rip off that 22-yard, if you guys remember. and One more of that, that my life. That was it. So, Phil – it, did you have did did the gauge move for you? The needle move for you for any of the starting running back talk
0: after the Chiefs game? This is this is this is where the needle moves for me, and this 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 is where the needle's been uh, since I saw Brian Robinson at the FedEx practice. You're not going to have a true RB one. You're going to see a lot of dividing up of the, of the load. That's not good for fantasy football. Well then, don't draft <laughs> commanders. Yeah, I don't draft
1: commanders players for fantasy anyway. So
0: I, I, I I'll get me a Terry or somebody <laughs> like that for sure. Um, I might put Carson Wentz on my bench. Um, could be a good late round. What is
2: our fantasy football league? If you want to plug that, because I don't know either.
0: Uh,
1: for our internal ESPN draft, which I think we'll be looking for one more spot. I think we had someone got got a guy Cordero.
2: Cordero says he wants to be in there. That's his spot. Shotguns. Okay, keep
0: going, keep going, Phil. Anyway, I think you're gonna see a lot of this, a lot more of the traditional run game will go more through Robinson. I think that you're going to see. Gibson is going to be looking at. I mean, he'll. I think. I think Gibson's still going to have somewhere in the neighborhood of 180 to 200 touches this season, easily. Um, maybe a little more, but it's going to be divvied up a little bit more. It's not going to be carries. It's going to be receptions. Might even be some kick returns in there as well. Right. But I think Gibson is going to be. Uh, they're gonna open. They're gonna open up him as a more of a Swiss Army knife than right. they had used him in, in the past, uh-huh. and let Brian Robinson just be, you know, just a battering ram, soften up the belly of the defense kind of guy. Body blow, body blow, body blow.
2: He'll get you get can do that sweep. with him. You can jet sweep now with Gibson. You can keep Robinson in the game. You Robert can put Robinson both of the them on the field.
0: I mean, look, right. look, those that that little, uh, you know, up and up and slant over the middle. I love that route, by the way. I love that route when you have a running back who can get out there like that. They want to get the ball to Gibson in space, which is great because when he's in traffic, he fumbles. So if you want to give him him the ball in space, that's how you do it. Design ways for him to get open. And that was beautiful. Everybody, you know, they cleared the the short middle of the field. He comes around behind, you know, uh, underneath the coverage, catches the ball, and he's got space. And I think that that's where Gibson can really be an asset is get him in that passing game. And slant patterns are great if you're a body catcher because usually you're coming into the ball. <laughs> so I think that this act it's a lot. If you look at what he, the kind of routes he ran in Memphis, that pass you saw him catch, take for what 22 yards, whatever 23, that was what you saw him do a lot of in Memphis. Is that over the middle slant
2: out of the backfield or out of the slot?
0: Yeah, why not? Very true.
2: I think you're onto something there. I think that him playing – Gibson playing more of a weapon position versus a bona fide running back or receiver, I think it gives him – he might have less touches, but I think he'll have more effective touches. You know what I'm saying? He'll get the ball in positions where he can be more effective versus him just running behind a guard or a tackle to get three or four yards up the middle. Maybe you get it to him out in a the, in the seam in space for two or three yards and he can create more yards out of that. And I and, and if you watch the if you watch the game, he had more snap, he had a higher snap count than Robinson in each of those games. So thinking he's benched is just a mindfuck because he's not really benched, he plays more than Robinson still.
1: Yeah. And there's a few videos out there, I think Mark Bullock is one of them. If, if when you look at Robinson's runs straight up the middle, it's just a thing of beauty, man. Right. It's it's no nonsense, it's no pitter patter. Kind of like Phil said, it is Straightforward. He finds the tiniest holes and just goes, and then he rips off a nine-yard run. It's like Think that's Ingram. what we want from that's what we want from Antonio Gibson. Thank Ingram
2: and Kamara. Thank Ingram and Kamara.
1: Hey, if we can if we can do that sort of compliment, that and, would be dope.
2: And you still got McKissick,
1: who's probably as good as either one of them. And you have to get him touches, which means you have right. to get him on third down and pass downs. Right. So, therefore, that endangers both. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson for fantasy football. And if you draft one of them, you are a homer and you will lose. So, yeah, well, don't do it. please, league, if you're going to be in guys. our
0: league, go ahead and draft. them. Right. Yes. Draft them, please.
1: And I'll win. Again, Marcus says, uh, I'm not concerned with Carson Wentz. Once we get our tight ends back and Brad Robinson running the ball, will be OK. Very good point. Corey says uh, B Rob will be a tremendous asset. Gibby is better suited to play a similar role like J.D. Also, Gibby could be a returner. He was dynamic returner in college. He was at Memphis. We did. We got see a that. lot of
2: guys on our team that were dynamic returners in college.
1: We do. It's crazy. It, it's it's like funny that you say that. It's it is. Like Ten of them for real. It is. There's a lot of for real.
2: Them. You got count Dayami, Dotson, McLaurin, all yeah. of them, Samuel, all of them ran Mar- Marcus says
1: you could put Gibson and McKissick and Samuel in space together. It's lethal. We never. How right. many times last year do you right. remember them putting Gibson and McKissick on the field? I'd say a handful. You could Man, count it, it off two never. hands. Just like imagine. we never saw our dual dual tight ends, right? We never ever saw it when we had talent. Never. Man, never you
2: can never, put never. you can put Samuel in the backfield. That's going to be even worse.
1: You could. We saw it. In, we saw it in uh Carolina.
2: Right. It's going to be. We even worse. saw it in
1: Carolina. Oh
2: man! I can't wait to see Debo Gibson, dog. That's what I want to name him when he starts getting the ball. Debo Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm well, gonna let's let's go over uh, a few transactions the team has made. We lost the second game. I think that was enough for the recap. Um, So we cut Troy Apke on the 16th. We cut a couple other guys. Samus Rays on on the injured reserve list. We kind of already talked about that. That kind of shrinks the tight end room. And then on August 22nd yesterday, we activated – or excuse me, we put Logan Thomas on the – Pup list. And I want to just start off by, you know, Phil said we're we going to have a party. We having a party. It's a Logan F. and Thomas party. Look at that. Look at that, Logan. Hokey Nation, stand up. Hey, I'm just glad. To see, Logan's my favorite player on the team. I'm glad to see him back. This is a huge oh, off, Yeah. Full cool disclosure,
2: head. everybody, Steve has a Heineken T-shirt.
1: I do have a Heineken T-shirt. I'm not going to lie. I do have a Heineken t-shirt. I bought it because I spite bought it. I told you guys I spite bought that shirt. But you know what? I didn't bring it with me to Georgia. I'll wear, I'll wear it uh, next week. I spite bought that shirt. But Logan Please Thomas don't. is back. Logan Thomas is back. And uh, let's see what else they did. They they put him on the pup list, which is great. They claimed tight end Kendall Barton off waivers from the Rams. They signed another tight end, Jake Hausman. They placed defensive end Bunmi Rotimi and tight end Eli Wolf on the injured reserve list.
2: Rotimi had a good preseason game for the injury, too, by the way. He had a yeah. good preseason the first game. They really released Alex
1: Arma, the fullback on the reserve injured list with a settlement. And then today they put chase young center, Tyler Larson on the reserve physically unable to perform a.k.a. Pup list. They released Kelvin Harmon and tight end, or excuse me, tackle Rashad Hill and placed The only been on the team for a week linebacker, Nate Gary, Jerry, I don't know how I say it on the reserve injured list. So, that didn't last long. That did not last long I was,
2: long I was trying to. I was trying to find a way to keep uh, your boy Harmon on the team, man. I, I knew it was a long shot, but I was trying to – I man. thought when they got rid of Abke that that was like – because everybody kept saying they'll keep Abke around because he plays specials. Then they got rid of Abke. I was like, they're trying to find a way to keep six receivers. So I know that we need to come up with – our receivers for the depth
0: chart. I hope Kelvin Harmon catches on somewhere. He he should. He's too good. Yeah, to
1: he should. I I we we love Kelvin Harmon. We thought he was going to have that Reed Doughty staying power eventually. But a lot of people did say he was he was not going to be on this team. You could have made the argument. What well, we have an actual segment here. We'll talk about the fifty three. Um,
0: well, wide we receivers. drafted, haven't we drafted a wide receiver? Pretty much every draft. Uh, you know
1: what? I think him? I think you have to though, bro, because. Just like I think you should always draft a quarterback in every draft, I think you should always draft a quarterback and a wide receiver in every draft, just because for no actually no reason whatsoever. You just you should.
2: know you should not ever draft a Mike. That's our philosophy. You know I mean? <laughs> don't draft one of those. And,
1: and don't ever draft, draft a, anyone in the second round.
2: Draft a guard every round for twenty five years. Draft a guard.
0: Sam Cosme's already yeah, put that edge yes. wrong. Okay. I think the guard Bennett, you talking about the guard, Sam Cosmey. Yes. Talk about the tackle, Sam Cosme. He's That's only cool. been playing guard because of the injuries to the line, and so they want to get some backup reps. But he's gonna be a starting right tackle. They're only yeah. looking at that just so they can say, can we do this in case we need to do a little patchwork stuff? Marcus um, says, uh, bye,
1: Kelvin Harmon. And Greg says, I knew Kelvin Harmon was gone. I, I didn't know he was gone. I, I
0: legitimately. If you watched him in practice, did he was gone. I
2: felt like it could happen, but I was like, man, you know, they're going to keep six receivers or seven. Usually every year they've kept seven, right? Six. So, six, rather. I'm sorry. So I'm like, I try to narrow down six. So that means maybe Erickson makes the team. No fucking way, right?
0: I don't know. We'll talk
2: about that in just a second. Maybe that's the spot you lose to keep extra tight end.
0: I mean, how many white slot receivers do we really need? We got one.
2: (laughs) Everybody has a quarter of one. Everybody has that one, right?
0: Yeah, we got Dax Milne.
2: (laughs) Hey, Dax Mil, you are an affirmative action hire. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's fucked up. No,
0: you are welcome to
2: being black. And, we, you you are, you are Mike however,
0: Mike. banned at being the wingman for any of the other single guys on the team. You
1: look Jeff, at all those shifts. adjectives that Steve Jeff, says. Jeff about, like, accused me of call, saying Dax Milne fit all of the stereotypes of a, yeah. he works hard. Steve is he's racist, so, by the way. He's so articulate. He works hard.
0: He's yeah. he's shifty. He's a he, high motor player. He's quick in space.
2: Yeah. He, always <laughs> he works de- deceptively fast. Like, let's said about key he's deceptive. The, the nigga ran
0: a four-four. That's not deceptive. That's flat-out fast. Come on! on, I, on. I want you to go back. You want you you want to see you, you, you want to see that that in action. Go back and read everything they said about Ryan Kerrigan.
2: Oh man!
0: Oh my oh, god! god. Purdue stand up. Purdue stand up. You I read it.
2: You like he's smart. This week, he's man. a high
0: get? motor guy and a. And a leader in the locker room, and I'm like, so what you saying is that he's not athletic? He just and he yeah. had he
1: had the worst haircut words, coming out of right. college, if you guys remember. <laughs> that haircut was just horrendous. He had
0: that long ass hair. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, it went away real quick, didn't it? It, it sure <laughs> did. It got cut real fast. He got paid, and he said, "Cut my hair." Yep. It's
2: like when Ben Roethlisberger he was black until he got drafted. Remember that shit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh marcus says
1: or release a guard to play at all 17 games eric flowers assigned trey turner t-r-a-i who hasn't played a full season yet when we we talked about this in the preseason i said Wes schweitzer was going to start we actually i think we talked about this on Corey's show shout out to on the warpath with course Wes sanchez schweitzer. i said schweitzer was going to start over trey turner everyone yeah, said know, trey turner right. was going to was going to be I the starter. Schweitzer. I said, I did too. I did too. Yeah, we're no,
2: man. We're all team Schweitzer. And over here, I man.
1: also said that Schweitzer was going to be the next big signing. That's my, I think he's going to be the next big signing. He should be. He's going to, I think he's going to surprise people. I hope he surprised people, but.
2: By the way, Eric Flyer's still out there. Nobody else signed him either. So. Isn't that
1: crazy? He
2: didn't want to take a pay cut. He could have been here.
1: Hey. I mean, uh, I, Nate, I, I Nate, can't he blame it at all. Can't blame so. him whatsoever. So let's talk wide receivers. Let's talk wide receivers. A lot of people are talking about it in the chat. So, uh, Corey says, do you guys think Cam Sims deserved to jump roster spots over Dayami? 100%. Let's let's get some chats. Get, get, give me your thoughts, Corey, Marcus, Greg. Uh, if you're still hanging out there on the uh, live stream, give us your thoughts about wide receivers on the 53. Leave in the chat comments how many they're going to keep and who they're going to be. That's what I want to know from you guys. What are the – five six you're going to go crazy and say seven wide receivers who who are the wide receivers that are going to make this 53 man roster i gotta know we gotta know because we want to compare to what ours are going to be and let's just you know let's just walk ourselves through this process Uh, when you look at the the depth chart going into 2022 there everything's unofficial it's really hard to say Who's going to be where I'm going to, I'm going to pull something up here in a second, but it's hard to take stake in any of the unofficial depth charts because some half the times there aren't even people who are listed that are going to make the team or not make the team. So I'm just going to share the screen and let's, let's talk about it here for a second. Let's go. All right, here are what, on the commander's website, what they have for the official, unofficial depth roster. Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. You know what's funny? Terry McLaurin's not even on this depth chart, except for he's way up at the top, so it's kind of split. So, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. Those are given, right? Those are three people who are going to make this team. Any arguments? Yes, no? Okay, we're good. Let's talk about number four. Who's the fourth person on this depth chart? Dev, let me go to you first. Who is? do you Sims. think will be number four? You Sims. think Cam Sims will be number four? If
2: we're going by who earned it, it's Sims. You think so? Yeah, 100%.
1: Okay.
2: We're on he play specials so on top of it.
1: Bill, how do you feel about Sims being at number
2: four? I don't they four? make fucking...
0: Uh, it's such a toss-up. Sims has done more in, in the preseason. He though. has because he got more in regular more season. But and he's six. He's what six?
2: Still more in regular, three, regular season too. Six three. Jacks got more catches than than uh, than, than Diamond.
1: I mean, if you go off the preseason, Alex Alex Erickson's making this team.
2: Yeah, I, I think he might.
1: So let, let's get oh, a number yeah. first. How many do you think they're keeping, Phil? Wide receivers. What is the number?
0: It's gonna be six. I I think it's six, too. Just because we're such a wide receiver dependent uh uh team as far as our, our schemes and everything. But as far as
1: Dev, well, Dev, do you think we're keeping six? Is that a good number for yeah,
2: you? Yeah, I think, I think it's six, man. I okay. mean, my five would be, obviously, the ones that, you know, we said the big three. We uh,
1: said the big three. You yeah, said is at number four.
2: Yeah.
1: Who do y'all think else deserves to be at number four on the depth chart?
2: It's got It's between Sims and De'Ami.
1: But De'Ami hasn't done anything. He's Hinder done has,
2: nothing. Right.
1: But Cam he got Sims picked has. in the third
2: round. But he got picked in the third round.
1: And he's boys with Sam Howell. Like, okay, I get it, but. They're going by potential. I mean, we, we we drafted him for one thing. I mean,
0: let's let, hell, let's look at the preseason stats. Let's have a little fun here. All right. So you got Cam Sims played one game, two catches, twenty three yards, touchdown. I think, he Brown,
2: the, I think he played the first game, didn't he, Sims? He no, he did not ball. play the
0: first. He did not play the first game. Oh. Uh, Donny Brown, four catches, twenty three yards, no touchdowns. Um yeah, you know, both have twenty three yards. Diami though doing a lot of short work What's Milne doing weird. Milne six catches, sixty seven yards.
2: Yeah, Milne's nice, man.
0: Um yeah. you know, they I think get er- Erickson I think, has five catches
2: for a hundred. I mean I think know, Milne's yeah. a lot too.
0: Yeah, I mean I think with 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 Harmon gone. I mean, I think you could go Diami or Cam at um at four. the four or end of five. You can you can yeah interchangeable, interchangeable. It's kind of interchangeable at that point. And really, when you go into four wide, you know it's just a matter of what are you running.
1: Do you need a long ball or do you need
0: yeah? I don't know, I don't, yeah I was, jump
1: ball. I mean well, I think we you know,
0: we have, you know Deami can jump. Sam's going to learn too. He can large catch radius. But, uh, <laughs> What you looking at is who's going to be the sixth guy, Dax, and right there, right. there's your six receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what, else, what else? What
2: else? What else? is he's a natural slot receiver. Everybody else just can play it a little, but he's uh, like dude. he's a slot receiver, like 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 Col- like Cold Beasley in Wink. Yeah, like like all the other white guys his size <laughs> that you stereotype. <laughs> By the way, Steve <laughs> thinks Lamar Jackson needs to be a running back, by the way,
1: everybody. No, I, never, I never said that. I never said that. You ever, that seen, was, uh, you ever seen
2: Menace Society, no, the Asian lady at the gold. very beginning of the movie? You go buy. Buy something. Yeah. You go buy I'm now. sorry for your mother. What'd you say about my mama? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I
0: remember. I Great movie, movie, by the way. Juice Great movie, by the way.
2: Juice. I mean, uh, was it? Menace Society or Boys in
1: the Hood? Menace. Menace. I'm a menace person. I'm
2: a boy All boy,
0: day. Guy. Boys day. in the Hood. Boys
2: I think it is like the Black Goonies,
0: man. I mean, you he had...
2: Like, you want to see a dead body or you want to catch. That was the it's first the same part game. of the movie. Like, you want to see a dead body? Nah, you want to hunt for treasure. It's the same thing. You done thing. fucked
1: up. You know you done fucked up, right? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Hey, man, I got these cheeseburgers, yo. I mean, I'm not going to say what he said, but you know yeah. the scene I'm talking about. Yeah. So, my personal opinion of the of the tops, I'm going to say it's Terry, Samuel, Jahan, Sims and Brown interchangeable and Dax Milne's the sixth. They're keeping six, and I think those are the six. The big three Dax, Sims, Sims Brown and Mill.
2: I think Dax outplays Cam and and uh, Dalvin.
1: That's that's fine, but I think we 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 say we say he makes the six. And then okay. Eric Alec Erickson
0: is make is gonna be on the practice squad. I mean, all, these guys, you know, all these guys is you're talking about are gonna combine for what 60, 70 catches.
2: Is Ericson eligible for practice squad? He's been in the league for a couple years, right? I don't
0: know. I, I, have I wouldn't it. even bother with that.
2: He was in Cincinnati with Carolina. I mean, you
1: you put him on the practice squad, and if he stays, he stays. If he gets taken, he gets taken. But it, it, yeah. of course, you want to keep him because he knows the offense. You do I don't think you just ditch him.
2: What's the over under of AGG being on the practice squad this year at some point?
1: Nothing. So Eric's been in the league for seven years. He went to Wisconsin seven years. No, no, no. Remember, you can put you can put uh, up veterans, to four right? four veterans. I think four veterans on the practice squad this year. So let's get a hold of some of these comments now thank you for for chiming in so Corey lot says i think they keep six he also says cam is number four so he agrees with you dev marcus says i keep th- i think they keep six mclaurin jahan dotson samuel sims Deami brown dax Milne.
0: there it I is that's, that's the six i think that's they exactly keep. what we're that's worth are to be calling four
1: and five are interchangeable but if you're looking at preseason performance only it's Cam Sims, Damian Brown. You could even say he could be number six, and Dax Milne could be number five because Deami Brown done shit during the preseason.
2: I think we've always said these were the guys that they keep six, but we were guessing Harmon would go if they kept seven.
1: Yeah, Real, that,
0: I that, said that, that. I said that there was possibility that they go Harmon over Millen because Harmon can play the slot too. I don't. Th- AC- I
2: didn't think there was any possibility. To go. I think. I think they like Millen more than like they like Sims and Damian. I think that, they like them that much.
1: That ACL just wrecked him. It was ACL, right? Yeah. It just wrecked him. It sucks. I want to see him do well. I really do. Yeah, because he came back looking strong this year. like He did. Corey says every time Cam's number is called, he produces. He does. Isn't that crazy? He really does. And they
2: always wait till after week eight to call it, though.
1: <laughs> because there's always an injury, and he, all- right. and he comes to the game. And Greg says McLaurin, Dotson, Samuels. Javi Brown, Dax oh, Milnik.
2: Erickson. Greg Blaine well, doesn't he think doesn't, Cam Sims. He Sims doesn't makes have team.
1: Cam Sims on the six. That's that's respect. That's a that's a good prediction. I don't know if it's gonna hold.
2: Surprise of the year. If Erickson makes it over Sims, man, I might like, I'm gonna start year. making the uh I'm gonna start screen printing the fire around shirt.
0: <laughs> Not yet. I have a new, new Rev Air shirt I want. But what if, what if, uh, what if, what if they they cut Sims and then bring him back on the practice squad as a free safety? Oh, Deb would be. I'm the gonna body, have to post the uh, dibs, uh, the type talk right
2: there. That.
1: I don't have my sound deep, deep cut, deep cut. Corey says, if you go by production, Deami has been outperformed by every other wide receiver. He has. He has been outperformed by. All of them, every single one of them, he's done nothing.
2: Didn't they re sign Sims though in off season to a contract? Maybe they did, yeah, you know yes, he did. He did got a contract. No way he gets cut. They sure, now, did. I don't know if he gets used more than Mill when the season starts, but there's no way. I think he's like the one of the best gunners in the league, man. I don't he, know he is. I mean, honestly, he's one of the best gunners in the league, man. I think he's solidified. I, if he doesn't catch a pass this year, I think Sims is on the team.
1: Now, it was just a one year, uh. Two point five million dollar deal, but it's right. still it's still a deal. That's
2: a lot of money for a fourth, fifth, or sixth receiver to cut.
1: Yeah, and if they cut him, it's all dead no, cap one point four million dead caps. Right. So he's making he's making the team. I I believe right.
2: he's making the team. Uh, you Marcus got a
0: guy is- who who can get you twenty catches for about 300, 350 yards a year, and is one of the best gunners in the league. Right. I'll yeah. Special teams is always important for a wide receiver, but if Cam Sims is number
1: four on the depth chart, you would think that maybe he doesn't play as much teams, but he's so good at it. So that also breaks the argument. What does Dax Milne and De'Ami Brown have to offer on special teams outside of being a returner?
2: Well, De'Ami is an extra to replace off the line of scrimmage. So uh, I don't think. I'm talking Sims. about
1: on special teams. Oh. Dax Mill, they both they're both returners, but are they gunners? Are they are they on anything else besides a returner?
2: Yeah, who's gonna be who's gonna? I think Butler is taking Apke's spot as far as the other gunner. Uh, Percy Butler. Uh, our, our, as far as what uh, I've watched in preseason, draft so pick far, safety. Right, it looks like Percy Butler is the other gunner. Okay. Uh. So. So I don't know. Well, other positions on specials that Cam played. I don't know if he was on the other return teams. Right. Um, but on kickoffs, it looks like that is his replacement. That I think Butler cost Apke his job.
0: Was Butler's better. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, let's get on some of these more wide receiver comments. Greg Delaney says, Every offseason, we debate whether Cam Sims is going to make the roster. But under Ron and Scott, Cam is underutilized for whatever reason. I would not be surprised if Cam gets cut. That's a good point. But – this is his third season, or fourth. I'm not sure, but the potential is there for him to be a, a, a number four. We just have too much talent for him to be any higher than a four. But he has the prototypical body you want as a wide receiver: six three, six four, the jump ball guy. That's what uh, we six, need from him.
0: Five,
1: five. My gosh, Alabama guy! Come on, you know he's he's been he's been coached to, to play like well. Two thirty or something. The Sorry. only thing
0: Sims doesn't seem to do particularly well is that he's not a crisp route runner. Now that that hurts because when you round off and you're that big of a body and you're not, you don't have that quick twitch, it helps. It hurts you in getting separation. That's why like, what's our favorite catch by Cam Sims? It's him catching that ball with one hand with the defender on him. Cause yeah. he can't get, he doesn't get the separation.
2: I don't know about um, it with the one in Dallas when he caught it over old boy. Master.
0: Yeah. Got him. Got him. But he doesn't create, he's not a separation career. And you don't have to be when you're 6'5, 220 necessarily be, but it helps it in does. getting, you know, more reps and so forth. And he, he's just not that guy. Um, I always wish his, if he had, had, if I'll tell you this, if Cam Sims could run routes like Kelvin Harmon, he'd be, uh, he, he'd be Calvin Johnson. Man, if
2: Cam Sims went to the Packers and played with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he a star.
0: He'd be a thousand yard receiver. He'd be a star, man. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> Rodgers just be like, here, get it. Here, get star, it, man. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Rise Clark, thank you for joining
1: important. the stream, bro. Let's, let's talk about your comment in this order: McLaurin, Dotson, Samuels, Sims, Brown, and Milne. That's a good order. I I don't argue with that at all.
2: I but I even take Milne everyone over everyone Brown.
1: Cut. You could argue. You could if you go on preseason production, you could put Mill. Man, in I think Mil's
2: going to be Brown. more productive than all those uh, than Sims, Brown, and Sims and Brown because he's going to play slot. He's definitely yeah. the bona fide backup slot, man.
1: Randy also says they will soon figure out they're better starting McLaurin, Dotson, and Sims together.
0: Not sure about the Smurf show when all your wide receivers are six feet in below. That's a good point. You know, I used to think that good. way, but the modern NFL is so horizontal right now. It's not vertical in the passing game. You don't need you don't need to have, you know, the pair of 6'3 receivers that you used to. Uh you know, that you need to
2: Tariq Hill is way more valuable than uh Keenan Allen in today's NFL.
0: Yeah. But I could see where you could definitely have a lot of great packages put together having those three on there and utilizing each of their strengths. Yeah, it's good but to I have don't them. know if you should start Sims over Curtis Samuel. Trust me.
1: Yeah.
0: You I mean so, you still have the big bodied
1: like the Mike Evans of the world. Uh, I don't know what you classify Devontae Adams if he's – kind. Of, I think he's kind of right in between. I don't think he's a big body or a small guy. He's kind of right in between. But the big body prototypical wide receiver, you, you, they're starting to be fewer and fewer if you think about it, right? You're not seeing as – You're many- going
0: back – it's almost like they're going back to the 6'1", to the, to the 190 guys. Yeah.
2: they come back this year, though. There's a lot of big ones came out this year.
0: You
1: mean
2: coming up, Alave, coming up in uh, yeah. the
1: 20, you mean
0: this 2022 right, right season? Now, or? Yeah,
2: this track, there's a lot of times he was coming out.
0: Garrett, Alave, all those guys. Yeah. yeah. And then we went and got John Dodson. booking the trends. Greg,
1: Might be uh, with them. Randy says, Greg Delaney, you must be sleeping if you think Cam's getting cut. Ain't happening.
2: Yeah. I don't think he's getting cut. The
0: contract, the contract tells me it's just not well, happening. We
2: right. it ain't for everybody. Tell them, Randy.
0: But Greg says, Ron has done it before.
1: And Sims is underutilized. Why? Why is Cam Sims underutilized? He's not he's not ever utilized until after week eight. Why is that? And you know what? To his credit, the last two years he's played, we've had Taylor Heineke. And who did we have before that? Alex Smith. Alex Smith.
0: That's why Cam, now, Sims he did flourish with Alex Smith because he, did. he can get up and, and, and he can flourish with Alex Smith because Alex Smith. King, it was was good enough to float a duck up there that happened to be where he could get it.
2: Well, Alex Smith is um, really good at throwing intermediate passes. Whereas middle, Taylor
0: Heineke can, over, can, can, can can put the ball over his head from ten yards. You know that that's that's really your difference. Alex Smith, for all my knocks on his arm strength, was was accurate, very yeah. accurate. You know, um, to at least where receivers could make some great catches. And look, twenty twenty was full of receivers making great catches because they were, at least the ball was in a position where they could. Right. Um A better quarterback would have gotten the ball in a position where you wouldn't have had to make such, you know, miraculous catches, but that all things aside, I think that Sims where Sims could have some value too, is that with Carson who does like to go down the middle, likes to go deep. He does like to go down you know, he he can, he can put the ball out there. And I think that, if you can get Cam Sims on island with a corner, he may be able to make some of those plays. That, you know, and Carson will put the ball in a spot where he can get it further downfield. We can only so, hope. We can only yeah. hope. So I think that Cam has a role on this team. I still don't see him being more than a 30 catch guy, but you need guys like that to just, you know, change the pace up.
1: Those third down catches. That's what we need. Yeah, Roger look, says yeah. Milne Sims. Deuce, Curtis, Terry, Jahan, Mark, and Michael, Mark and Michelle. That's the, that's, that
2: the that's the scary one. That's the that's the one. I, that's the one I was uh, I couldn't think of his name, but that's Hold the scary on. one,
0: who, man. Who who are we calling Deuce? He's calling Deami Brown Deuce because he Brown wears Brown. two.
1: Okay, got it. So so there's no Cam Sims and Roger Smith's equation.
0: Man. Yeah, there is there's
1: no there. I'm sorry. There there there's no uh De'Ami Brown in, in this equation. Yeah, there is. He's saying they're keeping seven.
0: Said one, they're not two, keeping three. Men,
2: that- he's had he's oh, he had is. Mark and Michelle there. That that's what I was thinking. We've kept seven. seven. We've kept seven every year, bro. That's what that's what I was trying well,
0: to say. We, we kept six and then one on practice squad.
2: He still may year. find
0: himself on the practice squad. We've kept because- seven receivers on the team every <laughs> year, man. See, Steve Steve unfortunately missed that the the huge catch that we saw that uh where you know Carson just stepped up, flicked his wrist, and got the ball sixty yards downfield. I did in the air to Michelle and Michelle made a, a really nice catch underneath the, the the coverage. I
2: wouldn't be surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody is about IR to leave space for another receiver. Well Pop, something's gonna happen.
0: Michelle will probably find himself on, on, on practice squad. He seems to have – there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there at least worth keeping around to see how it develops.
2: What's his size? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh, to the-
0: <laughs> I will tell you right
1: now. Like his height?
2: Obviously, that's what I meant, Steve. Huh? <laughs> or his weight. Hold on. Let,
1: let's just see what it is. He is 5'11", 191. He's 29 years old.
2: Fire
1: over for one year, UMass Amherst. So the dude is on the grind, he's trying to make it.
0: He was with the uh Eagles for a brief period but didn't play. He played two games for the Panthers in 2020 and is now on our squad.
1: And Greg says they're both, they're both wrong guys. I I think,
2: uh, we've kept seven every year. Only reason I think we keep seven this year, because I think we're going to keep another tight end.
1: Randy says Cam played slot in college, question mark. Come on, man. He can play all positions. I think Cam played slot, play play slot in the league. Cam played slot in the
2: NFL, bro. Cam played yeah. slot in the NFL for us. Yeah. If we keep seven, Michelle's in there, man.
0: Oh, yeah, but we're not keeping seven on the active 53. That's just you. You can't do that. We don't have enough luxury everywhere else to do that.
2: I feel like I feel like you're right. I feel like everyone is right. That's why. That's why initially I would say Harmon will not go make the team, but every year we keep seven. I don't know. I, I mean, that's the only thing that's it's grasping at straws, man. But if we keep seven, Michelle Pry on there, man. At least, at least the first couple of weeks, then they'll find a way. I think that maybe they keep him just to keep him from getting picked up.
1: So, for the practice squad rules in 2022, they can keep up to 10 players who have less than two seasons. Right. And they can keep six players with no limits on accrued seasons.
2: Well, the problem with it, though, they still have to make the initial cut because if you – Cut them, you leave them open to be picked up by another team.
1: Correct. They got a clear way, right? They, so so that's
2: back. why I wonder if they'll keep seven receivers and then cut the seventh and then put them on a practice squad like they did Cam Sims last year. Uh, maybe. With Michelle.
1: Maybe. I, I, yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good theory. I, I can't that, argue. With that's,
2: that. what I, that's what I wonder. We've kept seven every time, man, when the 53 come out every year. Why has that changed this year? I think maybe for the tight end position, but that's it. I mean,
1: we'll talk, let's talk about tight end in a second. Marcus says, um we finally have versatility receivers who can play multiple roles and Corey says this offense has so many weapons we really have a chance to be very dynamic we can cause so many mismatches all over the field but, but we Corey, the i would argue year. i would argue that that's going to be negated this is just a my personal opinion that i feel like this defense is going to let us down on third downs and we're going to be behind and you're not going to get to run a, a fluid offense because you're going to be playing catch up. And then it's just going to be, I don't know, balls to the wall. I just don't know if you to run the full offense that we think we're going to have executing it with run, pass, run. Pass, now, if
0: if, if we're scoring at the same clip, we're thinking these teams are going to score on us. I think you're okay. Yeah. It's a matter of, you know, can our offense be better than theirs and That's the thing we don't know. We don't. We, we hope, we think, but there's a lot of potential here. And My how many goal. tight ends are going to keep? Thomas,
1: Bates, Turner, Hodges. Samus is on IR. That's four a- right a- there. A- I think
2: Armani Rogers makes it over. Uh, that's
1: that's the argument. Does Armani Rogers make five?
2: That's, that's why I said they keep. They, that's the only reason I'm going to give everybody the six receivers is because they're going to have to keep extra tight ends. But if they – I'm I'm just saying, we've always kept seven receivers, man. It's never been lower than that in initial 53.
1: Let's get this in the comments. How many tight ends do you think we will keep and who are they? So your list of tight ends, you know, the potentials that we could possibly make this list, Thomas, he's going to uh-huh. be on the pup, John Bates, a- who's been injured all preseason, Cole Turner, who's been injured a lot of the preseason. But well, I think Thomas came
2: more- off the pup today, right? Yeah. No, I'm so- – yeah, he's, he's off the yes, pup. He's, he's off, off the yeah. pup, but
1: he's he's going to ramp up into you know. But, but
2: I'm saying he's going to count toward the fifty three. Yeah. If he was on pup, it wouldn't. Why Correct. wouldn't they keep him off pup? Why would they wait two more weeks just to, to keep him off pup for two more weeks though?
1: They're probably trying to lock in the rosters. I'm I'm guessing they're forecasting the roster now and not. Yeah, but I'm to like,
2: about. why wouldn't you just wait until the season started taking my pup though? You can ah, snuck a dude I, on the roster. I
1: don't know. That's... I
2: can't be a better no. coach than Ron. Like, he's got to be upset. no. I can't be a better Logan coach Thomas,
1: John Bates, Cole Turner. Curtis Hodges and Rodgers. That's 5. I don't think they're they can't keep five tight ends. You can't keep five tight ends. You can't, right? No, they're not. So is it is it Thomas, Bates, Turner
0: and Rodgers? It's or always is it, Thomas it Bates and Turner. It's always going to be Thomas Bates and That's Turner. That's
1: the 3. That's the 3. Are you going to keep four
0: tight ends? Armani Genos. Armani
2: Armani Rodgers has earned it, man. I I,
1: he, he's done well in the preseason. I, I will Armani
2: Rodgers that. I mean they both had they both were available and yeah. every time they're available, Amani Rogers starts.
1: Rogers, Rogers production, 6'5, 225 from Ohio, has only been because there's been no tight ends healthy whatsoever. Right,
2: but but one the one that is available is Hodges, and he still starts over him. So I mean I don't know. I don't know.
1: You're, you you make a good point. I, I'm I'm not gonna argue that point. You do make a good point. But is is I don't know. It's it's Rogers or Hodges. Like, how much do we love Hodges? What's he doing, Curtis? Yeah,
2: what's his, I don't what's, think he's done uh, as uh, much his, as uh, as
1: Rogers has. What's his
2: height, weight again? Six eight two forty. That's hard to cut, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to. It's hard. To, it's hard to see. Walk away. I mean, for a fourth, four tight end. You're probably going to use anyway. We're why gonna not keep go, the measurements? Going to go
0: three tight ends. One of these guys stays on the. Um, why not? The keep, the why screen. not
2: keep the guy with all the measurables though? If you got to keep one, it ain't going to play. That's like he, Seamus Reyes. He wasn't going to play, but he kept. He the ran for
0: seven
1: forty. Armani Rodgers did.
2: What well, Hodges run?
1: I'm going to look it up.
2: So which one six eight bad. Rogers or Hodges?
1: Or Rodgers six five. Yeah, Rogers
2: nice. is 6'5". We're, we're arguing about three inches. Hodges
1: Pause. is 6'8". Pause. Pause. Yeah, I, I... I mean, what's the number of tight ends, though, first off? What's four. the number of tight ends you are going to keep?
2: Five. And Hodges
0: ran a 4'8". Four 485 yeah.
2: Like I said, hopefully you're, the fourth tight end don't play anyways.
0: You're not gonna you, you can't keep four because if you keep six receivers and four tight ends, you have now could 10, you have ten now, spots a fifth of the
1: roster just to two positions. So we usually keep
2: positions. seven receivers and three tight ends. It's the same math.
1: We're not keeping seven receivers. No, if you no, could get no, those so. two positions down to nine. You're good. Right.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be nine between those two positions.
1: Yeah, you should be down to, to nine. Yeah, so those. six and receivers, three.
2: four tight ends. Is what we're thinking, yeah. right?
1: Six and three would be would be great with with a
2: six
1: and four extra tight end on the That's practice ten. squad. No, I'd say six and three. Six and three. Six and three.
0: Six
1: and three. Nine. six and three, and one tight end on the practice squad. Maybe one wide receiver on the practice Did squad. You're
0: okay. To start like having guys play Iron Man.
1: Necessary roughness. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, 17 play both sides players. of the ball. I had to do it before. That it was on right. TV the other day.
2: <laughs> y'all, y'all didn't play both sides of the ball in high school oh yeah we man, both absolutely sides did.
0: You, had to. you had to but this ain't high school man this is pro ball
1: alright let's see hey, somebody's comments Marcus says Thomas Bates and Turner so he's saying three not an argument Greg Delaney says Logan Bates, Turner, Rogers so Greg I'm, I'm, with, we you. Keep I'm with you
2: Greg I, I think they're going to find a way to keep forward
0: Four. found
2: a way. I don't know where the cut no. comes from. You I don't, don't know where the cut comes four from.
0: Four tight ends.
2: Well, it we got like two linebackers. Maybe that's where it comes from. We're,
0: we're going to do a that's whole show. Incredible. We'll do a
1: whole show on the fifty-three. But this is just fun because you see how you see how you get tied down in one position, then you are like, oh shit, that's going to affect this position. Now think about the running back room.
2: Think yeah, about that's the a, running back that's room. obvious. It's going to be pretty easy. You got three. Obvious three, it's three. Three. Yeah, it's three. Yeah. yeah. But I am saying
1: these these. It has a second and third order effect of you know. There's only so many. Sp- there's 53 spots. That's it. There's only so many to go.
2: I think linebackers where everything is cut. We only got three of them. On play anyways.
1: Like, <laughs> Just keep two and call a Yeah,
2: basically, basically, <laughs> just keep jamie and, and and call them. Yeah, and
1: hope for the best. Yeah. Corey says Logan Bates, Turner, Rogers. Hodges goes on the practice squad. So Corey Lott's a four tight end guy. Yeah. I don't see it, Corey. I don't I'm see you, like, four tight ends, but I, I'm
2: talking about the initial 53. Like I said, you know, the next day might cut one of them.
1: Yeah. I don't You're
2: know. Not, H- Hodges is not. I mean, Armani Rogers is not surviving a, pra- a cut, initial cut, Doc. Somebody's scooping him up, man.
1: I'm sure somebody will because he's
2: not surviving it. And
1: he had the benefit of all of our good tight ends being injured, so he had yeah. to, he got a showcase to to show what he can do. I don't have his stats for the preseason. I don't feel you had him up earlier, but I, I don't have his preseason stats for uh, for some Eight reason. I don't, don't track preseason stats for whatever.
2: Why was reason. why was uh, Samus Reyes on the uh, IR anyways? Hamstring. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! You gotta now on I will heart. put
1: hamstring in air quotes because I have a conspiracy theory that they're just saving him for trying his third, him. third year. Yes, they're trying yeah. to keep him yeah. because it's too much talent, too much, too much athleticism to let that guy go, and they're hoping they can shape and mold him for one more year. And he's probably cool with that because he's a basketball player. That's what's going to happen.
2: going to happen with these tight ends. someone else are going to our what?
1: Hey, you know what? If you can flex that. If you can use that roster to your advantage, Would you I do don't it care. if you were a player?
2: If somebody asked you, hey, man, I would check our IR so we can sneak you on the roster. Or would you be like, ah, I'll take my chance to play somewhere else. What would you do? You
1: know what? I don't know what's included in an injury settlement. I don't know. Money. Well, but injury if settlement,
2: they let you go. But if they just put your R, you get to practice day on the practice team, to run around the team. Then I, I'm you know.
1: good. I save my body.
2: I or, get paid. Or do you go somewhere else that let you play? Uh, I... I, Do you think that you're ready
0: to get out there? If coaching staff isn't con- confident in you, you you, you, you got to yeah. keep that in mind. And this is the coaching staff that gave you your chance.
1: You probably have a little bit of loyalty to them. So they're probably like, listen, next year's your year. Next year's your year. But then that means then Bates, Rogers shows up. Bates, Turner, Cole, you're still down to that three tight end argument. Thomas just
2: got signed to an extension. He's going to be here too. Uh,
1: that's what I'm saying. So. Right. Or one of them becomes trade bait, and
0: you just, you know, I don't like know. The or,
2: need a tight end?
0: We got see, we got a smart man. Last comment right there, smart man in the comments section. Let's, Let's go. go. Phil says six wide receivers, three tight ends. End of disgust
2: that, see, that,
0: oh. that Phil Phil Croninger. Uh, Phil
2: Croninger. Phil, Phil is an AGG fan, so you can't trust anything he says.
1: That was me. The legend of Antonio Gandy Gold. He'll be back. Don't worry. He's gonna catch he on with another. I thought somebody today about that. I said, oh,
2: somebody's gonna this pick him. He's gonna be right this back. Guy. <laughs> Dude, he played tight end all but a week out. Mad and I was abusing the hell out of that game. 90 speed tight end. I was abusing people.
1: He saw what was going on. He was like, "You want some of this?" Nope. And I'm going back to school.
2: <laughs> Imagine that tight end conversation if uh, he was still on the team.
1: Yeah, because he was the wrong guy. He was, he was the wrong draft mm-hmm. pick, right? We, we thought that was going to happen. But let me ask you guys about this. as when we slowly start to wind down. So have you guys heard the news that Scott Turner is not calling plays from the booth this year? He's moving down to the field. That's we kind of talked about this last year. If you, if you listen to the show, you've been around for a while. We talked about this. But, you know, I'll start with you, Dev. What do you think about the offensive coordinator – now being down on the field with the players well, good bad indifferent
2: i like it i also didn't know anything about this so but I, I i like the idea of that i i honestly man think it's dumb to be in a i feel like you can't get the the feel of the team up in a booth as you would on the on the floor like my first two years i i know this high school is not even related to anything like but i remember first two years of high school i sucked and i was smaller than everybody so Every now and then, the coach would be like, hey, man, run up, go to the top of the little thing and hold the camera and watch the game. And, like, you could watch the stuff, but you didn't feel like you did when you are on the sidelines. And that's just being a bench player back in my freshman year, you know? So I can imagine being a coach, having to talk to players and get them motivated from a booth. It doesn't seem... <laughs>
0: so. It's unusual because most offensive coordinators in the NFL coach from the booth. They, they because they like having that perspective looking down at everything because they have to see how things develop in real time. Um, because defense is a little bit more reactionary, so you look at things after a little bit more after the fact. Um, offensive court, I don't know, everybody wanted him to come down from the booth last season. I was like, that you're, you're people say this as if that's a common thing, no, it's not. Most offensive coordinators, if you, they're up in the booth. Because they got you gotta have that eye in the sky. Now, not all of them do, but the vast majority. And it's been that way for decades. Your offensive coordinator is upstairs. Um, will this change things? I don't know. Is this a good thing? I don't know. I know it's an unusual thing. I I think Um, a
1: lot of it has to do with Carson. That's just a guess. I don't I don't know what because Scott has been a booth guy, you're right. What's what's what changed the between
0: the booth guys?
2: Al Saunders is yeah. a booth. Who's our guy? quarterback but, coach?
1: But what's what's cha- Ken's? Is it still Zampezi? I don't know. But what what's changed? It's it's Carson Wentz. We now have a a, a new quarterback who maybe he feels he needs that in person discussion, it's very, it's very possible. attention. You know, let's look at hey, come sitting on the bench of me, and let's look at the coverage. And then you just now you rely on your coaching staff to provide you those. Eyes in the sky, as, as you said before, Phil.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it just a lot. Now, a lot of people are bringing up examples in the chat like Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan's a head coach, though. Head coach is always going to be on the field. If they're calling plays, they still got to be on the field. Um, So I, you, you have to look at traditional offensive coordinators. They tend to be up in the booth. It's, it's just how it is. Now, if you have a coach, head coach who's also the offensive coordinator or the de facto offensive coordinator in some cases you know for instance kevin o'connell was the offensive coordinator in st louis but you know sean McVay was running that whole show the yeah. kevin o'connell yeah. was in the booth isn't he now the vikings coach he's now the vikings head coach Cowboys
2: yeah. back, is, back with kirk
1: cousins back with kirk cousins yeah, yeah, yeah you, you asked so ken zampizzi is our quarterbacks coach 23 years experience so maybe he'll be in the booth I mean, I don't as long know. as you've
0: got, I mean, I guess, I mean, it, obviously it, it can work. I'm just saying that people act like that. this is tradition and it's not. And I just, yeah. I, that's why I always thought I was like, why are people acting like him being in the booth is so strange? When that's it's
1: not, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's it's strange. I just oh, think that all last
0: year people or, were, like, why but, is it coordinators should never be in a booth? I'm like, well, listen, for Washington, me?
1: for Washington specifically, it hasn't been. A, a normal thing for us like and if you if you could go back I would love to break down year by year by year at offensive coordinators where they're in the booth or on the floor it's something we didn't I don't think we've seen a a ton of and if we saw it we didn't recognize it
0: because we've seen a, honestly it's because the whenever we had plays being called from the field it's because we had an offensive by head coach yes that exactly it that's right that's right. So now you have a defensive-minded head coach. This is why yeah. you have the coordinator up in the booth. I
1: mean, Dev, it could be uh, Luke Del Rio. He's the assistant quarterback's coach who could be up oh, in the okay. booth. I who knows? Oh, yeah, I, I would definitely
0: want to have a veteran presence up there, like a PC, yeah. somebody who's been been around and done it.
1: It's not Jeff Z- uh, Zagani, though. No, that He much.
0: needs to be down there on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Telling Shopping, those, like, up, yeah. bench Shopping breaking you, bricks you on the them sideline.
1: Them. <laughs> <Maybe it's pads. laughs> put, him, put him in Pat. You know, he played football, so yeah. He, he's, he's got the skills. Let's look at some of these comments here. Marcus says, as long as you have good offensive assistant in the booth, I think it's okay to call plays on the field. It 100 percent You just gotta have that person up in the sky who can who can break down those coverages for you. Uh, Greg Delaney says Kyle Shanahan calls plays from behind the defense. He does, but he's also a head coach. So, like Phil said, it's different. You can't be a head coach. Calling plays from the booth. I don't. I would also don't know if Kyle Shanahan was ever in the booth, ever. And you know what I mean. I would. I would love to know that. Was he ever in the booth? Uh,
0: Marcus well, that's, says. Let's take a look here. Let's yeah, back. Marcus get, says Zampisi is
1: still quarterback coach. I would put him in the booth. That's
0: what I said. He might be the best person to put in the booth. All right. I, believe I believe O'Connell. When he was our offensive coordinator, he was. He in the did booth. some booth. I think he did some booth. He was I a booth he, guy. I think he um, did both.
1: I think he did both because he was here when Dwayne's here. So I think he in the pre I can't remember. I think maybe the preseason he was in the booth and during the regular season he was down. I can't I can't remember. Uh Corey uh, says I think Cavanaugh, I think it'd be better for Matt Scott. To call plays before, in yeah.
0: So Matt Cavanaugh was before that as offensive coordinator. He was in the booth. Okay. Um, I
2: don't remember that guy that much.
0: Well, he was the guy who replaced Sean McVay. Yeah. Sean McVay. Now McVeigh, I remember him being in the booth. I do remember him being on the field too. It was weird. Like he, I don't. I
1: think he was a preseason booth guy, but he remember he went from tight ends coach to O coordinator. Yeah, so it was a very drastic, drastic change for him.
0: Before that was Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, don't and know. Kyle Shanahan, I remember him being in the booth, and but his dad did a lot of the you know offensive stuff too. Dad was an offensive uh, guy, Sherm Smith. Before that, Booth I specifically remember him being in the booth because they had that weird deal where certain plays would run from him in the booth and because they took Zorn's uh play calling abilities away. (laughs) So before that, it was uh Al Saunders and Don Bro. Booth, well, bro. Bro was on the field, Saunders was on in the booth, but Bro was, uh, you know, but they, they kind of they had one guy who was the running game coordinator and Saunders was the passing game coordinator. Yep. But Saunders was always in the booth. Don Bro was the offensive coordinator in 05. He was a booth guy. Uh, and then they moved him to the field and put Saunders in the booth. Uh, let's see, before Bro, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson was a booth guy. I remember that. Um, Although it's also because Spurrier was down down there. Uh, 2002, we didn't have an offensive coordinator. Steve Spurrier was our offensive coordinator and head coach. Uh, Jimmy Ray was before that under Marty. He was a booth guy for sure. I remember that. And uh, before that, Norv Turner was the offensive coordinator and head coach, so he was on the field. So most of the time, you're, you're, our offensive coordinator on the field was... A head coach,
1: yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, f- for the for the final final topic of the night, fellas, so come this Saturday, it's the battle of the Beltway. What are we expecting versus Baltimore?
2: Nobody's gonna play.
1: So you know, traditionally we had four games. Now we're down to three. We saw the starters play. Was it four series? I don't remember the exact number of series they played. What yeah, day is this on? The second game? Saturday, the 27th. 7 p.m. It's a night game. But what oh, are, she- it, is, is, is Saturday going to be the fourth game of the preseason? I'm very interested to see how this team is going to approach four games versus three games. I would love to see the starters get at least two series. Give them two series. Are you really that desperate to make – the all out, the, you know, do we need to go the fourth fourth games? Got to be all the players trying to make the roster spots. I want to win. These guys are new; they need to gel. Give the give the starting offense a series or two. You got to polish this up. You like, there's nothing can can substitute live game time, G- live game speed. There's no substitute for it. So, I'll start with you, Dev. What do you think they're gonna do? What should they do for this third and final game in the Baltimore?
2: They should play the starters. A series or two, I I feel like, but they're not going to. I think no one I've seen on ESPN or anywhere said they're going to play any starters. Oh, man, I don't think I anyone. That. I don't think anyone is. I hate that.
1: No, I would love to see Sam Howell. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Sam Howell get four quarters or, or Air to
2: get one. I, I'll tell you last four quarters, I hope we see one. <laughs> so I
0: I pulled back up the preseason stats. All right, here's some interesting stuff. All yep. right, do you know how many passes? Carson Wentz is thrown in two games. I'm going to say A, around like 20 like under 20, 22 under 20. Steve is exactly right. Ah! Now, do you know how many passes Taylor Harney is thrown? About same. Let's say 17, 21, 21. Okay. Do you know how many passes Sam Howell's thrown? Let's say 40. 32, 40. I'm going 40, 34. Okay. So, Sam Howell's been given an opportunity to really, you know, you know, do his thing as far as throwing the ball. And he has, uh, for sure. I mean, the, the, these stats look pretty decent here for the most part. He's taking more sacks than the rest of them, too. He's taking yeah. four sacks.
2: He's playing well guys, he's not going on Sunday.
0: Now, here's the interesting thing, right? So Wentz and Heineke are the most similar because they uh Wentz sixteen and 22, 138 yards, Heineke 13 and twenty-one, only hundred and four yards. So, uh, Wentz is getting the ball out. uh, He's averaging 1.3 yards more per pass than than Heineke. And I think that's a big deal. Now, both of them are way behind Howell, who is at 7.9.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because the time he's come in, he's been down by 20 some points. All he has to do is throw a bunch of times.
0: You know, he's he's being asked to do more, too. But nonetheless, you know, Wentz has a 72.7 completion percentage. Love that. Um would like to see the yards go up a little bit, but like I said, they're trying to get his rhythm going more than anything. And he's only been sacked once. Now we have, we're really critical about that one sack.
2: Right. But it's
0: one sack. You know. That's so a, I just I a of things it's
2: kind of a, a kind of
0: a kind of a neat thing there to just see the, the big difference. Um uh, you know, Wentz's quarterback rating is way above everyone else's, for sure. Right. Um, you know, Heineke is at 70.3 how's at sixty nine point one. They're virtually tied. Wentz is at eighty eight point eight. So you know he, he's he's almost twenty points higher than the rest of them. So I think that should put bed, put the rest uh, put put to bed any discussions about well maybe we should put how or I uh, you know or the people I still see people saying we should be starting Heineke. What should we though?
2: Should we? I haven't really mm-hmm. seen a lot of that.
0: But I would love to. See, I mean, here's the thing: you really need to have a clear cut number two at this point. You you need somebody to come out of this. Uh, would you be play.
1: surprised if they said Sam Howell's number two? It's not. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But would, would be I surprised? be
0: surprised? No, because yeah. I think Ron wants to get Heineke off this roster. I, I think so too.
1: And I thought that maybe they were they would have made a move with with Zach Wilson going down, and that team needs a, another quarterback, but. Hey, you know what? I'm glad he's on our team. Uh, Greg Delaney says, against Baltimore, let's just get out healthy. Of course, and we've been, knock on wood, relatively healthy for the first two games. We haven't had any major injuries. Thank
2: goodness. Would it be disrespectful, a question for the chat, if I wore my Lamar Jackson jersey? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're a Lamar Lamar fan. You know,
0: I have never bought a jersey from an opposing team. Well, I I haven't
2: either. It's a Louisville jersey. It's not a Ravens jersey. Oh, that's okay. I think that's I'm 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 never never going to buy another football team jersey. I'm a Louisville
1: guy. That's all right. YAM in Japan. YAM Start says, Fringe guys for the 90% of the game against Baltimore. Baltimore plays their twos to make sure they win. Maybe so. So
2: that two, that, t- that one's all year though. Like last year, <laughs> like their quarterback, their quarterback is tough, man. I wish you would've got them. I, I,
1: I was at the game at FedEx field. Uh, the ball, the battle of the bell was at FedEx field last year. And I was there with my family. It was, we always go to a preseason game. I'll take all three of my, my young kids. And I saw uh, who was their starting running back. Was it Gus Edwards? Uh-huh. Torres ACL. For the season, I or was it J.K. Dobbins? One of those. I don't. I don't remember because. It, so. But Torres ACL in the preseason, dog. Like that's crazy. Tear your ACL in the preseason. is nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than that. But the only positive side is that you know at least you have the whole season to heal up if, if it does happen. Corey Lott says, "I think the starters should play a couple series, but I doubt they do." I'm with you. I would love to see them play two series. Two series. Whether you're three and out, whether you two touchdown drives, give them two series and be on your merry way. This team is you got to stop thinking that you deserve the rest time. This team deserves nothing. This team deserves absolutely nothing. You got to earn everything. Two series, you know what? Even one series, I'd be okay with one a quarter. Series. A, a cor- you know what? It, or or is this the dress rehearsal game? That's what I'm saying. It's the, is there's the no more four games. The, most, I'm so curious how teams are going to, not just Washington, all the, all the teams how are these other rehearsal. teams, how last are the game. other teams going to treat this fourth, this third game?
2: All the we know, teams did that dress rehearsal last game.
1: That's what, so maybe this is you just, you got the, two
0: weeks. Now you got two weeks between the end of the preseason and the beginning of the regular season. You might as well, I, hell, let, let, Wentz go out there against you know let, let let us throw our first starters out there against Baltimore's second and thirds. Just and we could use the
1: confidence boost. Right? And then
0: you know <laughs> Wentz goes out there and throws for six hundred yards in two and a half quarters. We can sure, we sure can, use the confidence boost. All over again.
1: Antonio Gibson runs for two hundred yards and three touchdowns and no fumbles. You know. Marcus says, I would let the starters one series, Sam Howell play the rest of the game. That's a good philosophy. You don't need Taylor Hockey to play. Give Sam Howell all the burn because you don't have Cole uh, Kelly on the team anymore. So, and I would let the defense play the starter two series, play the backup rest of the game. You know what? Fuck that. Make the starters play the whole game. I'm just kidding.
2: Man, Huntley's <laughs> going to make us look stupid, bro. I like Huntley too. I wanted Huntley over Wentz, by the way. I want everybody to know
1: this. Yo, Huntley's a good quarterback. He's a great yeah. number two. He, yeah. you know, He's a perfect compliment to Mar Jackson. And this they is got, not being... I got like
2: four Lamar Jacksons. You seen the team? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. They, they got like all, four Lamar Jacksons, But bro. you know what he the beauty of that gone. is? Uh, no.
1: All their no, quarterbacks... They got you,
2: four. All of them are exactly Lamar Jackson. All of them are Huntley, bro. You don't have to change the
1: playbook whatsoever. They
2: got four, they got four black quarterbacks. They you, all look exactly what, like Lamar what, Jackson when they play, though. What
1: does the race have to do with anything, Dev?
2: I don't, I don't know... Uh, Wayne Carrette, you tell me. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm just messing with you. You, you know hear Di that,
2: B. B. I don't know, Da BB. Let me
1: know. <laughs> uh, Anthony Brown is their third quarterback, and he Steve plays just Preston. like Ty, he plays yeah. just like Tyler yeah. Huntley yeah. and in uh, Tyler yeah. Huntley. So, and then
2: I got the other Huntley. There's another one, in there. there's one more. I swear, there's one more that's just uh, like that.
1: By the yeah. way. It's yam like a sweet potato, not yam. yam. Okay, sorry. So so yam. I I'm a motorcycle rider. I've been riding Yamahas since 2000. Since, excuse me, since 1999. So anytime I see YAM, I think Yam because we call Yam Yami Yamaha. But I got it. You are Yam in
2: Japan, not like Yam. Don't go somebody Yam on. Them.
1: Shout out to the tuning Fort crew. The Yamaha started out as a. Uh, Piano company turned motorcycle company doing great things. So, oh, who is this? This Just popped up in the chat, Mr. Phil Kroniger says, How plays second half, goes 18 for 25, 253 touchdowns, and we win 41 and 21 because the game is meaningless. (laughs) And then, you know what? Then we're having a backup quarterback controversy because that's what we do in Washington. That's what we do in Washington.
2: There isn't a worse quarterback controversy. If Winter wasn't here and it was just Haneke and Howl, there would definitely be.
0: <laughs> Dude, could you imagine that? Oh <laughs> my God. Gosh. That, that, be. become, that means I'd have to become a Howler.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, almost was my... when we were Gosh. But... <sighs> Oh,
1: Roger Smith says the biggest thing we didn't have joint practices for two years straight. That's problematic. That gives a team a level of toughness and physicality. I I agree. I we used to love
0: joint practices. We end up getting fights. Yeah, get Watch, watch, Sheriff Remember
1: Houston by, uh, or or or
2: or, 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 or the Patriots, Patriots
1: or D'Angelo Hall Preston. getting tearing his AC or excuse me his Achilles, Achilles versus DeAndre Hopkins after talking shit about uh, Terrible, yeah. terrible, we don't terrible, want to be terrible.
2: On hard knocks getting abused no more, man. But you know what?
1: I used to love when they stood in Frostburg because they would always have the practice against the Steelers, like that was token Redskins football to me. Is mm. we would always practice with the Steelers every year, and I think we were better for it.
2: By the way, you remember uh, that, Phil,
1: right? That was like absolutely. I
0: remember because I remember coming out of that, and they would
1: they, and would, they just, would televise those practices, they would yes. be televised,
0: they would televise it, and you know, I don't you, remember you, none of that. You tell about they would televise it on HTS, all right? That's going old school. HTS HTS doesn't exist anymore. So <laughs> but they home televise- team sports home team sports. On team sports they would they would televise they would televise it on HTS right? And you'd come out of those and like you, you know 10 year old me is freaking out because you know hey uh, we got these up and coming receivers. You know, we're finally going to see Stephen Hobbs is going to have a breakout year this year, and, and, and Mark Stock is going to become the next you know great slot receiver. Uh, all this stuff because, of course, that was I'm, I'm reflecting back on '93 when you know Gibbs had left and we were coming into a new new era, and they had all these guys. Hobbs was. It's funny, Stephen Hobbs was a guy who's on this fr- was with this franchise for years, never even had a number of catches that Cam Sims had, but he was the cam sins of his time dude always made the team because he could gun on special teams. Like he was just that guy. Yeah. Um, and he was a backup returner to Brian Mitchell too. But I just remember like those, those scrimmages would get you hyped about guys who never saw playing time uh, ever. But it was still
1: fun though. Frostberg was, Oh yeah. Fun. YAM says, that's all good. That's how they would say in Japan. I know. They said, YAM. And you're a Suzuki guy. Okay, that's okay. I had a Suzuki m 109R. I, I don't mind Suzuki, but I'm still a Yamaha guy. At heart. We have a new member in the chat, Luck. Luck says, this will be the smartest comment in history. Stamp. Remember this. Starters play the fourth quarter against their second string to get some rhythm before the opener. It'll be less competition, so we'll be able to walk downfield. I think Phil just said this. We, we, You know what? Confidence builder. Like, why not? Let us beat up on some other people and, and just go into season with our puffing up our chest a little bit. We'll you know, you know that. That. It would be yeah. pretty dumb to
2: end that streak. I'm why not? We'll be pretty why I like not? them to say, hey, Starters playing the whole thing. <laughs>
1: Against their fours, you know what right. Carson was just just eating, just just yeah, four hundred
2: yards, five it. touchdowns.
1: Yep, yeah. Marcus says that's true. Dev Baltimore has Lamar Jackson clones. They like you. four of them. Greg, that's, hates- smart.
2: that's actually smart as hell. You know, you know, a lot of people say he's a system guy. Now you don't have to change the system. Any you quarterback not You
1: really, really, really we do, don't.
2: We do the same thing with white quarterbacks, though yeah. yeah, we got the same quarterback, three different ones, exact same guy.
1: Yeah. Not now. Uh, Greg no, hates exactly Greg hates joint practices, by the way. Greg, you need to tell us why you hate joint practices. But look, hey, you were in the shower just tuning in, subscribing now. Thank you so much, luck. We we really appreciate that. That's that's respect right there. And, and everyone is already tuning in. I know you're subscribed, but please go like, subscribe, and, and share on YouTube. Uh we love what we do, we love chatting with you guys. This this is uh this is this is you guys what makes this actually fun for us. Let's just, we're just like you guys, we're just fans who love to do this except we we do this on on YouTube. But hey, this is this is a good time. So, we'll be back again on Thursday to to prepare for this Baltimore game. I don't know what we're going to call it. Bro. I'm not sure if it's like some people think we should put the starters in the fourth quarter like luck said, you know, I say they two series maybe two quarters two quarter. you can't not play the starter me i think you gotta play the start we don't we haven't earned that right i don't know i think we should play something
0: it's yeah, just a little rhythm getter you know you little, do yeah just little little like, look you're gonna play they're, until not, you they're score not gonna, a gonna touchdown. play though how's that they're sound not, they're not, they're you know scoring. what starters have to play until they score a touchdown Ooh, that could
1: be never. But you know what? Here's what I would do if I was coach. If I was if I was Scott Turner, I would say, "Listen, we're gonna try and we're gonna go through a mock game plan because you know at the beginning of every game they do their their script, right? You have we have our first ten to fifteen plays. Run that, run that script. Go through. Have your staff actually game plan for the Ravens and and." Like like Dev said, whether it's Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, What's the other quarterback? Anthony Brown, who all play the same scheme for that scheme for that defense. Run your first 15-play script, whether it's good or bad. You run it, and you're done. You get to work your coaches. You get to work your offense. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. Luck says, if anyone gets hurt, they can borrow my ACL. I'll give up the cartilage in both my ACLs. They can be all in for week one. You can have my ACLs. I need
2: Have it. Have it, <laughs> have, have, uh, have my it
0: ACLs, My wow. ACLs are tr- trash. <laughs> my
2: girl likes to be picked up.
1: Can't take my
0: shoulders, though, because
1: I don't have much of those, much of those shoulders left. But... Let's just my move girl, on to shout-outs. My girl Dev.
2: Me to pick her up every now and then. I can't uh, lose no tendons, man.
1: So you're giving your shout-out to your girl tonight? No.
2: She made tacos, though, so.
1: Taco Tuesday.
2: Yeah. Can't ever deny it. Oh, by the way, hey, man, if we have a podcast on the Tuesday next week, it's my birthday. So can we do oh, a birthday episode on Tuesday? Wow wild out. We wild out. Last Tuesday episode. Oh, and I go into work late
0: on Wednesdays. We might have to make this like a mini barbershop. Yeah, I'm going to night shift
1: on uh, Wednesday for a couple days, so maybe I could uh, partake in that too. Let's go, let's go! Birthday podcast for Dev next Tuesday. Everybody's invited. Well, we were, we did say we were gonna we were gonna get back to Monday, but you know what? We can push it. We can push Mondays back one more week till the preseason. We're enjoying this Tuesday Thursday thing, but hey, come come regular season for everyone in the chat. We'll be back on a Monday Thursday uh, rhythm. We'll be doing the Monday post game and a Thursday pregame. We're trying to get you guys some some podcasters and some some other guests from these uh, opposing teams to help us preview their teams to figure out what they think about us, what we think about them, and just see you know what's what's the ground truth. And hopefully, we can meet in the middle and get some some good uh, good feedback on what th- what the opponent has to do. We call that enemy intel here on Command This. So. Hope they bring you some more of that as the season gets gets going. Uh Lux says <laughs> drugs on the way. Tuesday. The devil's lettuce. Nothing wrong with the devil's lettuce. Or a little bit of, you know, I'm here in Georgia, but I had to get a little bit of a little bit of some some. I don't like the what podcast this, man? without without.
2: <laughs> We're gonna
1: be in there. Larry Tunsil's in the
2: chat. Yeah, Larry Larry, Larry Tonsil. I still wish we had trade for him. Hey, out. I've always wanted to show y'all this. It was
1: pretty cool. Luck oh, says, uh, oh. "If y'all go to games, I got a blunt going every halftime in the smokers' ramp behind 340." You know what, Luck? You and is Dev would get along just
0: fine. Ramp?
1: Dev, show him your. Yeah. Okay. That's your table. What else you got? I know you got some more paraphernalia.
2: Hey,
1: Luck. You and you and Dev are soulmates, man. He, he, he's he has got everything you need. As as he has
2: a vagina, you know. That's the only way. <laughs> I just think
1: you got another partaker in know, the man. uh the, the the devil's lettuce there that you that you so highly covet. But Phil, what you got for shout outs, man?
0: Uh shout out to me cuz uh your your boys no longer on the prowl.
1: Ah,
2: uh, Facebook okay.
0: official. You've uh, got all excited about that. Hold too. on, man, you
2: got him, you got a uh, what they call it? Him Snatch a word they call it, old folks call it pussy whipped. Uh, uh, I,
0: I I am I am no longer single. I am out here creating world peace with my penis.
2: Wow. Well, because wow. you a part
0: Palestinian and she's Israeli.
2: The Rolling Stone gathers moss after all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
2: congratulations to the poor victim. All right, Phil <laughs>
1: Hey, Luck said, uh just go to the Bud Light Party Pavilion and go up to the ramp. I'll be on club. It'll just smell
0: for me.
2: Hey, I'm I'm in Kentucky, so I won't be able to do that, but hey, I will in theory.
0: Unless Dev ever decides to get on a plane.
2: Nah, I'm scared to death of that. I'm yeah, like but, I'm like John. Hey, but mad. look,
1: if I go to a game, man, I, I hopefully it will be club seats. Hopefully me and Phil go to club seats for the Tennessee game. And uh I'm 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 arguing and, and barking up the tree with this ticket rep, so He's, yeah, he's trying to you, yeah you know, try I'd
0: like to hear what you got on that one.
1: Not not a whole lot of progress. You know what? I'm trying to ask them can they do packages? Like I don't want eight games. Can you do a package for me for let's say three games or four games of my choosing, like Nats do? You can do 15 game packages, 30 game packages. I think it's harder to do when you only
0: have eight or nine games. But that's
1: fine, but give me a four game package. I, I guarantee yeah. you'll sell them instead of putting them on Ticketmaster, bro. Like right. that's what I'm trying to tell them. Luck says, "Damn, you the MVP." I'm still in the run. Congrats, Marcus says, "I'm gonna have some to send you some henny." To yeah, BG I got Dev. You
2: know, my my my, uh, my girlfriend is uh, is an exec for uh, like the company that makes Bird Dog, I guess. Yeah. So we get a lot of of that stuff um, here at the house, but I, I am I do like some henny. Uh, man, we're having a Marcus. I'm gonna mean, hit you up on Facebook, but we are definitely doing something on Halloween, bro. Uh, we do it every year at the house. So, hey, man, this, this, in- this uh
1: 1792 right. small batch, Dev, is brewed in Bardstown, Bardstown Kentucky. Bardstown, man.
2: Yeah. Right around this corner from, uh, the from where Marcus town. is in Leb in Camelsville. Bardstown's right there. He's like 30 minutes from Bardstown. Yeah. Or less. That's Probably like up. 15 minutes from Bardstown.
1: My shout-outs are everyone who joined the chat. Corey Lott, Urban Marcus Eadlin, Greg Delaney, Phil Croninger. I'll even give you a shout-out, Phil. Roger Smith. Randy Clark, YAM from Japan, ref the districts, our boy, Nathan Trevin stoner and Mr. Luck from YouTube. Hey, thank you so much for watching. This has been great. It's our Tuesday live stream. We'll be back on Thursday for another live stream. We'll be previewing the Baltimore game. Get your thoughts. We kind of, we kind of preluded it tonight and uh, we'll see if they make any more roster cuts heading into Thursday, but we'll see what happens. So we appreciate you tuning in. We, we, truly truly appreciate all the interaction you guys are dope this is this is the best and yeah we love you guys this will be posted in the audio podcast platform tomorrow morning around 5 a.m if you want to catch the podcast on the replay uh you can always check it out here on youtube again so until thursday we love you guys and as always peace and hey